Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What? Yeah. No, I'm... Yeah, I'm behaving myself. I'm, no, I'm not playing in abandoned buildings. What? Again? Now. I suppose you had those people follow me again. Fine. Hey. This is Jimmy Farrell from Monty and the Farrell, and I want to thank all our subscribers. We have now passed 14,000 on our YouTube channel. But I wanna ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged member of Monty and the Pharaoh. Yeah, that's right, folks. There's three different levels to choose from. There's free shirts, there's free autographs. Just check it out and become a member of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later.
All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty and Afaro, seen only here out of Indie Music TV, straight out of Ronkonkoma, Long Island. Faro, hey, kudos to you. Thank you, thank Great you. Great show last week, thank both you. this week in wrestling and thank you. You know, don't do that again. So, solo's easy, dude. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, you handled it, Jared. Jared, how'd you think he handled it solo? I thought he was excellent. Boy. Yeah, he did great last time. Oh boy, I did too. Thank I thought, you. I thought, he, I thought he he was well spoken. I thought he had a. A good setup, and uh, I really enjoyed when you talked to the uh, the partners of Monty yes. Nefaro, the yes. First Lady of Wrestling, yes. ESO, Chris Lee from Australia. Mr. Phil. Of course, Mr. Phil, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was A little great. roll call out there, First Lady in the house, Chris Lee, RJ Hudson, ESO, Happy Thursday, Stingers. Uh, who else is around? Uh, guys, I'm using a different laptop, so it's not... Uh, yeah, wait a minute. This what is happened to the other one? Well, the other one's... I know the other one. Kibatsis. So it just fall off the back of a truck and you caught it no, before it hit the is ground? The, this is my work laptop, oh, which is. I shouldn't be using this for, but I, I needed something. <laughs> Jason, how okay. are you? Uh, it's good to have What's you up, all Jay? here on a Thursday. I think we're going to have... Up? We're going to have a little special surprise for everybody, hopefully. Yeah, uh, okay. I like the, surprises. Towards the... Uh, I think. Towards now or shortly, so hang in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Farrow Weezer cancels Broadway resi- residency due to low ticket sales. The post-Weezer canceled broad- Broadway residency due to low ticket sales. Whatever. Weezer cancels their Broadway show. First, first of all, Weezer has residency? I guess. Weezer. Yeah, Weezer. Who the hell shows up every week to see Weezer? You I like don't care Weezer. if they look just like Buddy Holly. I'm not going. You didn't like Weezer? They were they're an amusing band. And I put them a, a step above, and this is going to sound awful, but I put them a step above Weird Al as far as they're amusing. That's about it. Yeah. They're, actually, they're not even as amusing as Weird Al, come to think of it. Grab yourself an egg and beat it. That's pretty good. Yeah. Have some more tuna. Have some more spam. It doesn't matter if it's fried or canned. Just eat it. That's scary that you even know that song. Dude, I had the album. Do you really? Weird Al Yankovic, 3D. Oh, my God. I'm a loser. What do you want? <laughs> that, it's, it's one of my favorite Beatles songs. Wow. I'm a loser. Well, that, that's a good song. You know, it is a great song. Yeah, uh, I don't get it, dude. I don't get it. I don't know how they would have residency. I'm kind of shocked at that, and I'm not surprised by it. So, uh, sorry, Weezer. And Weezer was the 1990s band, so they were. I guess they don't translate well in the 2000s. Huh? Maybe they don't, but I bet you if, uh, you know... Pearl Jam decided that they wanted to do residence at Broadway. Watch them sell out every damn every damn show. Yeah, well, Weezer's not. They're Pearl not Jam. Pearl Jam. There, there you go. go. There you go. Uh, the world's heart is broken as uh, we've lost <sighs> Olivia Newton-John. Uh, Olivia Newton-John ex-husband Matt Ledlansky breaks his silence over the star's death. On August eighth, the world lost Greece star Olivia Newton-John. The multi-talented actress died from breast cancer at her California home, her husband announced on Facebook. Since originally being diagnosed back in 1992, the singer has been in remission until 2017, where she announced that the disease had returned. After her original uh, diagnosis, the star became deeply passionate about cancer research and began searching a way to make impact to the field native. Anyway... Olivia Newton, John Farrell, and you know I'm thinking about Chris Lee here. Uh, you know I wonder how Chris feels being uh, Olivia Newton Don's from Australia, right? Or it's, mm. I think my wife might have told me she was born in England. Is that possible? I think so. I think she was born in England and then wound up in Australia at a young age. Um, this one hurts. This one hurts. Uh, being a being a small kid back when uh, Greece came out. Um, 
Sandy is one of the hottest women ever put on the face of the earth. Oh, absolutely. One of the hottest women ever. Um, what I didn't realize reading her obituary, and it really hammered home, did you realize that this was a million-plus single-selling country star before Greece? Oh, yeah. Olivia was a superstar yeah. before Greece. I didn't know. I didn't even have a record player yet when she was doing these things in the early 70s. But she was already a major star. And then she does Greece and forget about it. She was always great after that. And here's another thing I did not know. Can you name the longest-running single that stayed at number one during the entire decade of the 1980s? Let's get physical. Ten weeks at the top. How do you nice, like that? Nice How do you call. like that? 1983, ten weeks at the top of the chart. Do you remember? Do, do you, you know how many great songs came out in the do 80s? Do you remember that Holy video? Do of you course I do. Yeah, my wrist remembers that video, too. Let's not get into that, even though I just did. Weren't there old men in that video? Were there? I wasn't looking at them. I was looking at her. Well, you would remember the old men in the video. Yeah, oh, probably were. God. A bunch of dudes like, oh, Olivia, please just look in my direction. Wow. She was, uh, she was the goods, you know? And even when things f failed for her, she was so red hot at the time, like Xanadu. Yeah. Bombed at the box office. Gene Kelly's last film he, he decides to do with her. There were some big hits off that fucking. Call me crazy, but did big you hits. I think about movies, and I always wanted... I know they made a Grease 2. They made a oh, sequel. Yeah, right? but, boy, was but, that shit. Michelle but, Pfeiffer. Yes. Right? Yes, In her yep. first film, I think. Absolutely. Major film. But Blech, it was I always wanted a sequel of Travolta and Olivia Newton-John, like right. the, them after the high school years. Right. I always right. like Urban Cowboy. I always wanted to see Urban. after. You know what I'm saying? Urban Cowboy. But did you want to see a sequel for, for Grease? With... Travolta you and see, Olivia Newton. I don't know if there really was a reason to have one. This was about kids, right? They were yes. kids. Yes. I'm not so now maybe if you go in a completely different direction and years later they're older and you take a different approach with it, maybe it would have worked. I don't know. I'm not sure. By the way, what get lost gets a little lost in all of this as far as Greece goes. How about John? How about the perfect Made for her. Oh, absolutely. John Travolta pushed for her, too. I don't know if you knew I this. I did not know that. John Travolta was already established from Saturday Night Fever and previously the Sweat Hog, Vinnie mm. Barbarino. Right. So when they were casting, they almost cast Carrie Fisher. Star really? Wars, Princess Leia. They almost did. Oh, that would have been a mistake. Right. And he was like, no, 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 no. I want Olivia. You Please consider her. So you know how that all turned out. And, and John Travolta By the way, the himself, first, the very talented. The first lady says, hopelessly devoted. Oh, my God. When she sang that song, it was oh. like she was singing it to you. You know what's really, really, it's truthful. I'm being truthful. That song strikes a chord. You know what I mean? You can hear it in her voice. It oh, yeah. does feel like she's singing to you. She's hopelessly devoted to Mike. There you go. Oh. What a, I what, what, a, what a loss. What a loss. She's a real legend. I don't like to throw that word around too much, but sometimes it just fits, and it sure fits and with her. if you didn't know it, that is the star of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrell. We'd like to oh. thank oh. the band that sings the theme song for Monty Nefaro, Wisteria Hall, <laughs> led by my partner here, Jimmy Farrell, along with his partner, Mr. Bart Griggs. Bart Man! They make up the band Wisteria Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind, Here Comes the Rain. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Hear them on Spotify, Apple Music, Reverb Nation, or wherever you can get downloads. Do you listen to your own music? Not lately. I usually listen to my music heavily when we're making it. Today. And then that's it? I will occasionally go back and appreciate all the hard work 
and and try to enjoy it. You know, it's it's so much different when you're the one creating it. I don't know if that makes any sense, but no, it does. You know, does. I mean, when you're the one creating it, all the labor that Bart and I go through to make these songs, and all the endless hours of combing over every last minute thing of it. Yeah, I usually take a little time to enjoy it afterwards, but not not too much. And if you didn't know it, you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro. Catch us on the Monty Nefaro YouTube page, the Monty Nefaro Facebook Live page. Hear us on the High Art Radio, Spotify, Hanker, and the Monty Nefaro Twitch TV page. Also, if you're lucky enough, Channel 115 in New York every Tuesday at 9.30 or Saturday at 11.30 p.m. where we go head-to-head against Saturday Night Live and Channel 20 Tuesdays at 1 a.m. Now, did you ace those negotiations, by the way? I, we are not the... The, the deadline is... They push it back a little bit, maybe? Or something? No, deadline's in a couple of days. Shit, dude. In fact... Oh, shit. In fact, I forgot to upload a cable version, and I got a warning Uh-oh. Um, the other day. With but, our library? Tell them to pick a great episode, any great uh, episode. It's, it's, there's some things into it, and I, for some reason, I... You know, ah, obviously shit. I was sick last week. Yeah, and I yeah, kind yeah, of focused, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I missed a date to put it on. I took care of it. But, okay, you know. good. Okay. Yeah. But again, these they should are, be nice these to are us. Hardcore, 120,000 eyes. Exactly. Be nice to hardcore us. negotiations, yeah, please. Exactly. We want to thank Amazon Music for putting us back on their network, and we'll be right back with what we call "If you don't, what the hell." Monty doesn't that, change his script. Wait a minute. Okay. Some are born great. <laughs> others have greatness thrust upon them. It's not easy for us having all this thrust upon us. We'll see you in a second. You need a body shop? You need engine repair? Auto Excellence. Collision Specialist. 631-261-6420. That's 631-261-6420. Auto Excellence. And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050. APB. Hey folks, this is Wolfie D here, and if you are looking to buy or sell a home in Tennessee or Southern Kentucky, you're going to want to call my buddy, the rock star realtor, Benji Bowie. And you say, Wolfie, how do I get in touch with this rock star? Well, you can call him directly at 615-390-8216. You can go to his website, BowieHomes.com. That's B-U-I-E Homes.com. Or you can email him at BenBowie34 at gmail.com. B-E-N-B-U-I-E-34 at gmail.com. When you need a home, you need the Rockstar Realtor. Tell him Wolfie sent you. Benji is a member of Exit Realty's Garden Gate team in Gallatin, Tennessee. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty and the Farrow only seen here out of Indie Music TV. Farrow. Yo. The crowd out there is talking about Welcome Back Cotter. Yeah, what do we got? I Let's love Welcome Back, Cotter. Jay Will says, Juan Epstein, Ron Horshack, Freddie Boom Boom Washington. Boom Boom. And Barbarino. Chris sure. Lee says, Patrick Swayze was meant to play Danny first, but Wait. broke his ankle. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Patrick Swayze kicked ass, too. Oh, my God. He would have been good in that, though, right? Yeah, I think that might have worked. But what if it would have been Patrick Swayze and Carrie Fisher? Wait, mm. I don't know, man. History might have been altered quite a bit. Matthew Holland in the house. Yeah, yeah well. What's up, Matt? What's well, up? things happen for a reason, right? So I'm happy that it ended up with yeah. Yeah. Travolta 
And Olivia. And Olivia. Perfect. Perfect. Farrell, Bray Wyatt to return back to the WWE. Bray Wyatt <laughs> is released by the yes. WWE last year on July 31st. That caught many fan members of the WWE roster by surprise. Wyatt was clearly one of the most creative wrestlers in his generation, but yep. for whatever reason, it seemed like Vincent Kennedy and McMahon just didn't quite understand his character. Mm. It's, it seems like the speculation made have some validity as Sean Ross Sapp, your friend <laughs> of Fightful, the, the has posted an interesting update on Wyatt's future, which Bray Wyatt looks like he signed a deal yes. that promises in yes. WWE championships. Okay. Okay. Creative control. Creative control. Yes. Good. Good. Very, very happy about this. Why? Well, for a couple of reasons. I always felt that he is the most, of all the wrestlers in the last 10 to 12 years that are creative, let's just stick with the mind. Gotcha. Okay? Right. He has no peer. He is that creative. Uh, he has always come up with great ideas. You know his bloodline, obviously. So you know that he comes from the, fa the family line that is completely respectable. I think he's an amazing in-ring wrestler. He's a great performer. He has always been. When I see him on a television, I'm not changing the channel. If you follow me, I'm like, it's fucking Bray Wyatt. I'm watching. So I'm very happy about it. I think that the only time it truly went wrong right. over all those years with Vince, and Vince doesn't deserve to be condemned because I think Vince pushed the shit out of him for the most part, the one major mistake but at the time, we understood what he was commercially trying to do was they should not have had them lose to Goldberg at the end of the day. I can see why that was a real killing point for Bray. I can see that. The Fiend was such a strong monster that he should not be losing that way. Because let's face it, Goldberg pretty much kicked his ass. i got to be honest with you, man. You know? I think about this. I think as wrestling fans, Wasn't good. We, we tripped the light fantastic and kind of put these guys on a higher pedestal than they deserve. Fair enough. Was the fight... Look... Fair was enough. the Bray Wyatt family, the Wyatt family, Great. awesome? They were. Right? They could have done much better with that. They, they, they kind of screwed that all they up. They could have. Uh, let Harper fiend, go. Didn't the fiend, like it. okay. But fiend was cool. I, I like Again, I know you disagree with me. I'm yeah. not a big, I don't think Bray Wyatt's that good of a wrestler, man. Wow. I just, I just. I do. And again, remember when he was with Matt Hardy as tag team champion? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Like, yeah. this is a guy. I think he's an excellent wrestler. He's, to me, he's. He's something you'd like to have on your roster, oh, I but think so too. To, to promise him all this stuff to bring him back, you know that's how many times he's held, You know how many times he's held the belt, right? How many times? A bunch. I can't give you the exact amount, but it's been more than once, man. I would okay. say three, four. Okay. I think Could four. Be. All right. You know, I mean, a couple of times as himself and a couple of times as the Fiend. The guy's a the guy. I consider him a WWE champion. I do. I don't look at him and go, there's a mid-carder. Mm. Let me put it that way. That's mm. Bray fucking Wyatt. You know, am I overblowing this? Maybe, but look, for this generation, look, I, it, I can never give these guys Hulk Hogan love, but Bray Wyatt is awesome. I wanted, I love I wanted to Wyatt. keep him out of the AEW, that's all. Absolutely. See, that's one guy that I feel might have made a difference over there. So I'm, I'm relieved, to tell you the truth. I didn't want to see him over there. You know, did you like The Fiend? I thought yes, the I enjoyed was the fiend, cool. but then he lost his his mojo through the push and the they were whole, giving him. And I got to tell you, when they did the whole thing with uh, Seth freaking Rollins yeah, and yeah. being scared of him, yes, yes, like it made sense for him to lose to Goldberg. To uh, me, it made sense. Goldberg is Goldberg. Goldberg. Look, is Goldberg. When you I get look it. at it in the end, Goldberg is money. Right. The Fiend is not. The Fiend can be money, though. We'll see. It's to be. Look, the I'm happy. He's coming. Listen, Don't get me let's wrong. Let's be fair, though. Too in the past. Shields versus Wyatt family was money. That was a successful fucking program, dude. Very Shield versus the Wyatt family. Come on, man. Come on. That was a great. That was great. great. That was fucking great.
You know, and you know Bray. Like so I said, you could have gone father as you were pointing out when it was happening. You could have gone father with right. the Wyatt family. You could have gone father with the Fiend. Actually, could have gone farther with both. I think well, that's what led to... And I kind of think they know. blew the Alexa Bliss thing, too. They could have had that fiend, Alexa Bliss. Man, oh, man. Yeah, I agree. You know, is Wyatt the closest dark figure we have to The Undertaker? I'll take him. I think he is. Don't don't tell me Edge, you know? You know what I'm See, getting I understand at. what you're saying, yeah. I think he's entertaining as fuck. And by the way, real fast, can I throw this in since we're talking sure. dark characters? Can we get the brood... Can we get can we get Gangrel and, and and Schmucko over at AEW to come back for Edge? Because Edge, Edge is coming out of the goddamn thing again with the Brood music. It's like so. Where's the Brood? Christian Christian's I know busy making fun of Jungle Boy. <laughs> right. He could be rising up through the smoke with fucking Edge and fucking I don't All know, right. man. Here's something we have to speak about. <laughs> it's already old news, but it really old news. I need you to weigh in on this, okay. right? So Got Sasha it. Banks, Naomi made one of their first signing appearances for thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand dollars, <laughs> right? Some and poor truck driver all, won't make that in a year. Go all, ahead. All the fans, yeah, everybody that knows wrestling has seen the pictures. Yeah. Sasha Banks was not taking pictures with fans <laughs> six feet away. Six feet. Six, and if you, Jared, if you could just find one picture with a fan from this event, I know people have seen the picture. First of all, Sasha Banks doesn't even look the same anymore. I don't even know. Hey, Jared, push in Sasha Banks social distancing. I'm sure you'll find something. But these people oh, are paying. Oh, my Lord. You know, I, I, uh, I think I could read something real oh, quick. Um, the nerve. The there was a quote nerf. some guy posted. Don't go outside the door if you don't want anybody near you if you're going to charge that kind of well, fucking money. Well, again, $30,000, stay six feet away from me? Here, this guy you're wrote You're not afraid to go outside, stay inside. Cost was $130 for a duo pick. Uh, While I was happy to be in the room with them, the distance <laughs> things was a shock, and the experience wasn't the experience I was expecting. I saw the picture of them hugging women, and I did not need to, to touch them, but standing next to them would have been nice. And I'll show you, Pharaoh. Here he is, hundred thirty dollars, and they're over there. You got to be kidding me! It's insulting as fuck. Is there something wrong with me? Well, do you think that what the? F do you think that the event should have told the people? Yeah. You know. Yeah. You. This is what it before costs. you get and your you, car yeah, and drive an hour. Exactly. And pay through the fucking. How much was it? One hundred thirty bucks to stand six feet from them. Wow. Almighty somebody. one says Jimmy should take a picture with Sasha thirty feet away. I, we should. <laughs> And with me holding my nose, like, oh, jeez, oh, Sasha, God. use some deodorant. Oh, my oh, please, God. man. I, I find it very, well, what do you think? I think it's yeah, arrogant. Look at, there's the pictures right there. Right. Jared's putting them up right now. So what did you, like, Like, let's say you walk up, you meet them. Hey, how are you? What is this? I think it's arrogant. You're, what do you think? Well, it's funny. Someone else posted pictures, reason why they do social distancing for fans and they got pictures of, I don't know if, Jared, you can find these, what? but like Alexa Bliss, uh, you know, um, the man. Yeah. These people are hugging them like, oh, like, like, like weird yeah. hugging There's them. always that. And it's How like, about you know, a screening process? Just the weirdos to the side. They let you and me go past. Listen, if you're going to take a picture, you know? like you can't be, look. <laughs> it's it's again, ridiculous. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's a bad look. Like it just it, looks it's, it's a bad. Look. Oh, and there What's she that? is with a girl. Why? Why, why is she? Why is she letting a girl touch her? She feels strongly one way. I'm Don't confused. Know. I'm very confused. 
I don't know. I find it a little arrogant. And again, the, like you're charging through the roof. You got, and I, that's a great point. Let the people know when they get in their cars and drive like, an hour. I understand. Take the day off from work, distance, lose a right? day's pay for You don't want to get COVID. I get it. I yeah, get it. it's fine. First of all, don't then don't do, do these public events. Don't don't do it. Thank right. you. You're right. Well, don't the, do these public I, events. I don't understand it, dude. How pissed would you have been? Like, let's say you and I. I know you love Sasha. Oh, I okay? love her. And you know I dig Sasha too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I do. So we get in the car. We take the day off from our jobs mm-hmm. and shit like that. We drive all the way fucking there. We didn't even skip breakfast because we wanted to make sure we got a good place in line. Mm-hmm. This is going to be awesome. I wonder if she's as hot in real life as here. Stand over here. What do you mean over here? That's right. I, I Stand away believe, from them. I got to tend to I, believe if shit. you and me went there, we, yeah. we don't look... Um, look, I'm, I'm kind of patting ourselves on the back. We don't have that... No one else will. Like, I'm a do freaky... It. Fan, no. Let me touch you, guy. Oh, no, I'm the you know furthest I mean? thing from I exactly. Can a, I can it's, think of a few. In people. fact, we're old. You know, so it's like, oh, oh old is, man takes that. What figure is that? What fact? Yeah, I think Sasha Banks like, oh, they're old. Come on over. You guys seem I'll harmless. Touch you. I'll touch you. What should you do to your me? Your shit probably doesn't work I'll, anyway. Exactly. I'll beat the shit out of you anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, she gives us both those knee things that she does. Uh, that little weenie you got between that your legs ain't doing shit. Weenie, Jake the Snake, not. That's that's horrendous. Yeah, I didn't like it. Jake the Snake Knot. Yeah. I just caught that. Yeah, not. That's pretty yeah. funny, man. Hey, Damien. So, uh. do you blame Sasha? Now, Naomi, from what I understand, was by when you're doing individuals, stood next to people. I was going to say, my gut read is, is Sasha is, it calls all the shots, and Naomi goes, okay, Sasha. Don't, so, you don't you, see are that you dynamic? blaming the I event, or are you blaming Sasha? I blame both. The event should have known, and if they didn't know, they should let the fans know. This is typical fucking bait and switch. You know, when you go to see a wrestler, I would tend to think that you want to be able to shake their hand. Hey, Scott says out there, we're yeah. famous. They know who we are. Yeah, there you go. So Sasha Banks would be like, oh, I'm fine. Oh, fuck. It's Monty and the Farrell. It's Monty and the Kick Farrell. those fuckers out of here. By the way, what, what is up with Sasha Banks? Does she look like this? Was that even Sasha Banks? I'm not even sure. She didn't what, she look got the same. more surgery? Did she? I, she don't look the right to uh, me. Ay, ay, ay. These people with their surgery. Did All you right, see guys. what Paige looks like? Paige, Paige changed her... Like- Dude, Dude oh, she changed her face. It doesn't it matter. No, it doesn't whatever matter. Whatever she did, irreversibly. Keep it going. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. Sasha Banks, I find to be one of the most really beautiful women. Sasha Banks is. Right? Yeah. But not what. They're I don't like what too she much did herself. Too much to her. chiseling around like the uh, nose area or something? It's her husband. This guy's, <laughs> guy's sewing too many of her outfits, I guess. <laughs> you know what's funny? Did just WWE keep him fire him? Did they fire him after they let them go? I don't know. Did they? Imagine thirty thousand dollars to sit there and take pictures with people for four hours. Yeah. Well, you know, Laura Knight has called us for a job. Did you get that message? Yeah, I did. Hey, I hey. want to. Let me produce your show. Let me let me get Jared's coffee. <laughs> let me produce your show. People power. All right, guys, we'll be back with uh, some are born to be great, <laughs> others a greatness thrust upon him. Where we're going to talk about, by the way. Hulk Hogan, it's his Brother. birthday today. Oh, and we're going to talk about Brother. Hulk Hogan, who I think is fair enough that we consider the greatest yeah. of all time. Absolutely. Brother, be right back, dude. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at 1-860-479-9000. 
9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J, video games and collectibles. And Nitro's Garage, for all your automotive needs, call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage, ask for Jack. In the mood for a freshly roasted cup of coffee? www.offtherailscoffeeroasters.com Do you treat your dog as part of the family? (laughs) Well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Party Pup Info, and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection. You want to star in your own success? Call QuickCast www.quickcast.com 866-7-CAST-NOW That's 866-7-CAST-NOW QuickCast Start your own success Wrestling fans, now you too can look as cool as Monty and the Pharaoh by wearing the official Monty and the Pharaoh sunglasses at night for $8.99 each. That's only $8.99 each. Now available at montyandthepharaoh.com all right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty DeFaro, seen only here out of Indie Music TV, straight out of Ron Konkuma, Long Island. Farrow. Yo. Hulk Hogan, happy birthday. Happy Thoughts. birthday, Hulk Hogan. Happy birthday to the greatest wrestler ever? Yes. Happy birthday to Terry Bollea, Hulk Hogan. I love Hulk Hogan. I never get tired of Hulk Hogan. I was just thinking about Hulk Hogan earlier today because we were going to discuss a little bit about him. Right. And I think you wanted to ask me, what, what do I think of this guy just from in general? The very first time I ever laid my eyes on him, I knew he was a world champion. Like right away, I thought to myself, how is this guy not going to beat Bob Backlund? I'm talking about when he arrived when in he 1980 with guy. Freddie Blassie. Right. You knew right away looking at him. You know, Some people are born with it. And he was to me. The very first time I laid my eyes on Hulk Hogan, I said to myself, this guy should kill Backlund. Absolutely. His it factor was oozing way before he was Hulkamania. You know, it's it's funny you bring that up. Because I was thinking about when you first got me into wrestling, mm-hmm. right? And he yep. was he was kind of on his tail end, right? I think he had just like lost to Atlas or some shit like that. But, right, um, by count out. And I just remember I, we, we, I was getting so into wrestling. Mm-hmm. Big Boss Fetty, remember? Thank what you, sir. What is up, Boss Fetty? Thank you, bro. Andy, idea how long before Hunter gets his next NDR or sexual allegation? Hunter gets one? Does he get one? No, I don't think so. I think Hunter's... Just going straight up with that. Yeah, I think Hunter's lived a much different life than Vince McMahon. Really? Honestly, yeah. I bet you Hunter always thought to him... Look, Hunter went through a lot to get himself in the place he wound up in. Are you really going to take the gamble after you get into the family? You're going to fuck someone else behind Stephanie's back and risk everything? I don't... I, Triple H strikes me as a little too smart for that. I don't know. Anyway, back to Hogan. Yeah. 
I remember when I became such a wrestling fan, and then Rocky. You know, mm -hmm. Rocky was the big thing, and then sure. Rocky Three, Mr. Sure. T. Sure. And then that's when I really got into Hogan, like, right? Because you know he was going to fight Rocky, mm -hmm. and we wanted to prove that. You know, because we defended wrestling, right? Because everybody's it's fake, it's fake, and you we still always, do. You know, and yeah. yeah. I remember when he finally shows up at WWE. Yep. All I could say is this. Man, oh, man. Hulk Hogan changed my life. Hulk Hogan changed a lot of lives. Wrestling can do that for some of us. And he did. He was a game changer. He's How did he change your life? Well, he inspired me. Isn't that what a hero does? Yeah. Right? Isn't yeah. that what a hero does? Yeah. You know, you people that are, you know, younger, uh, yeah, you're lucky. You're younger. God bless you. May you have long, healthy lives. But, man, oh, man. Back in those days when Hogan came around, that character was incredibly inspiring. And yeah, say your prayers, take your vitamins. You know what? It was over. It was absolutely over. Hulk Hogan was the nation's hero. As uncomfortable as this may seem to be for some of the modern-day haters of Hulk Hogan, look, I lived through it. Mike lived through it. He was a hero. Everybody adored him. And he did all the right things, and he said all the right things. Obviously, years later, when you know there were other things that happened, that's later on. But for that time period, Hulk Hogan was exactly what America wanted, and Hulk Hogan was exactly what you know what America got. They got an American hero, and that's what he was. Hulk Hogan is the greatest. Well I'm said. Sorry, he well said. You know, they talk about moving the needle. How about moving the whole goddamn chessboard? Hulk Hogan did. Changed everything. You know, Jason says something here. Jason says, when you think about it, Sylvester Stallone gave Hogan his first big push. Yeah, in many ways he did because, uh, you know, Senior did give uh, Hogan quite the push. People forget that Hogan and Andre Ford at Chase Stadium in right. 1980. Sure. So Senior did. Uh, Vern Gagne was smart enough to give him a push but stupid enough to not keep the belt on him and take it off of him. So he had experienced some pretty legitimate pushes in the business. Sylvester Stallone made sure everybody knew who Hulk Hogan was, so I agree. The real, true first great push came from Sly, and you saw how Hogan capitalized on it later. So, Rocky III was great. I, you know... Hogan's great. There was a point in my life, it's like everything... You know, again, we were teenagers, yeah. is that fair? Yeah. Maybe a little later on. No, we even. were teenagers. Yeah. And he had such... I was 12 when I first saw Hulk Hogan. How about that? I was 12. 12. 1980, I'm turning 13. I saw him before my 13th birthday. Right. And the first time I laid eyes on him with that big purple robe and shit like that, with the, what did he have, the Hogan hammer? Yeah, the Hogan oh, hammer. Oh, man, the second he walked in the ring, I'm like, who is that? That guy reeked of it factor before he even spoke a word. Blassie was talking for him. Well, did you ever see Hogan live? Yes, many times. One of my favorite matches of all is, and this is before WrestleMania three. Again, this is the Hogan Blassie. Right. Okay. Hogan fought Andre at the Nassau Coliseum. Okay. Early eighties. My father takes me to the matches. Somehow, my father gets us insane seats. We are in the first four rows in front of the ring. Okay. Hogan Andre. I will, and Hogan's a bad guy. Fans mm. are booing the fuck out of him. Mm. He's so over as a bad guy. This is way before the NWO. He's over. You know, boo, boo, boo. Andre comes out, our hero, blah, blah, blah. I will never forget this memory as long as I live. I'm in the fourth row, and Hogan goes to body slam Andre. And I have a view of Hogan's back as he's doing this. What is this, Comac Arena? Nassau Coliseum. Because I saw them at the Comac Arena. Nice. 
Nice. Which is funny that Very Hogan nice. Andre was Which at, at the, the Comac Col- Arena. Comac Arena. You probably also saw Backlund versus Slaughter at the Comac Arena. Because I did. One. I, I, saw, was at the, I saw Slaughter, I, Cobra Cuts Challenge with Tony Guerrero. Very nice. I saw Patera versus Backlund. At, at the Comac, Comac Arena. Arena. Wow. Absolutely. And he was Intercontinental Champion, by the way. All right, let me if we keep talking okay, about Okay, so I have the view of Hogan's back. Right. And 15,000 people, because the Coliseum was sold out, and that's the most you can get in that place. You know, you hear the ooh, because they can tell he's about to pick him up. I had a view of, of Hogan's back muscles. The whole back ripples. It's almost like I'm watching Lou Ferrigno change into the Hulk on right. the Incredible Hulk show back in the Bill right. Bixby days. The whole back ripples. <laughs> He gets him up. I got a back view of Andre's massive body and his feet. And all I hear are two words from Hogan. Oh, shit! Boom! Place went berserk. Place went berserk. We just saw Andre the Giant get body slammed. The place went berserk. And the best part, Hogan in full, and they wrote it well because the fans were so angry. He ran away. That's how he lost the match. He literally, Andre got up off the mat and started right. to really beat him down, and Hogan ran for his life and took right. Blassie with him, and they went to the back. The fans were furious, mm. but they all came back next month, you know? Mm. I mean, it was a great match, and, and Hogan was so over. I've, I've got many different memories. I was there the night that they put a banner up at Madison Square Garden for Hulk Hogan. Yeah, you were there for that. I was there for that. I thought which that they, they were going to leave it they there. Took it down I, that pissed me off. WrestleMania was born at the Garden. There's no reason to take that banner down. That banner should always stay there. So what do you, what do you think about the fans you know? that say, look, Hogan wasn't the greatest? Well, let me ask you this. Let's go back. Are they talking Here's technical? A, no, no, duh. No shit, Sherlock. Wrong, wrong question. Yeah. Here's my question to you. Yeah. Could, Hogan, could McMahon gone with another wrestler other than Hogan no. to create? Not during what that time he created. period. No, not during that time period. Those were perfect. They all played their roles perfectly. I wouldn't want another hero. Hulk Hogan was the de- was definitive you couldn't America. With, you couldn't have gone with a Kerry Von Erich? No. Nope. Could you imagine Kerry Von Erich's promo? Pushing WrestleMania? I'm laughing at that, and I respect Kerry Von Fine. Erich. There's no fucking way. How about... <clears throat> how about... I don't know. Dude, ladies. there's no one. Slaughter. Slaughter might have been the guy. No. I agree. No, I agree. Not at all. See, how about the people that say Superstar Graham could have been the guy? No, no effing way. How about the great Bruno Sammartino? No effing way. No, take Bruno out of his older age and Uh then move him as a younger guy. No, no, no. Thank you. Not even close. Matter of fact, it would have been met with embarrassing results, and Ric Flair would have owned the world. Ric Flair. Everybody you just named is not Ric Flair. Even it's like no way. Don't forget their competition was Ric Flair. That's pretty good competition. You got to take that see, shit people, seriously. People forget, you know. People forget that Hogan was bigger than life. He was right. He way looked bigger. The part he sure did. His 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 promos were the part. They were out of control. They're the greatest. They're right? the greatest. Yeah, Hulk Hogan was was everything, and he still is. And and he didn't he didn't do this once. WrestleMania changed the whole business. He did it again when he turned. The NWO b- blew the business into another stratosphere. Is Hogan... Oh, come on, guys. How many times do you have to change wrestling for you guys to at least respect so, what Hogan did? So Hogan, bigger than The Rock. Yeah. As far as his impact on the business, not even close. The Rock didn't change the business. Hulk Hogan did. You know? Phil says, never saw perfect against Hulk. What a matchup. Oh, could you imagine? They must have been great. So I saw them in the garden. There you go. Tell us. Um, Tell us. 
I'm gonna be honest with you. Not so great. Not so great. Interesting. Isn't that weird how sometimes you pray for these combos and they don't work? Hogan and Flair. We've said it a thousand times. Absolutely. That was the dream match. And Dude, they just didn't have there. that great chemistry. It was a matinee. I was there. Mm. Mm. The place was empty. Hogan, first of all. Hogan pin perfect? How'd that go? Oh, with uh, perfect? Um, yeah, I think Hogan pin perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. again, perfect was great. He was. Perfect was great. I don't think those two had... Who was Hogan's greatest foil? Andre. Has to be. Has to be. Has to be Andre at the end of the day. You know what? I wasn't even thinking that. Has to be Andre, but no, it's a good question because you know damn well that there's two other names that right away belong there. Macho, right? Wait, but Luce says that it was a tag match with Bossman, Face versus Perfect, and Lanny. Hmm. I'm sure I saw Hogan perfect. Right. I'm positive right. I saw Well, you Hogan went to a perfect. lot of cards, so it's possible for shit sure. I'm sure you did. But, uh... So, who's the other foils? Well, Macho. Right. We have Andre Macho. You can't say... you got to say Warrior. Warrior was definitely one of his all-time greatest opponents. I don't care if it was a long program. It doesn't fucking matter. That is one of those rocket, pro, pro, uh, you know, matchups. That was, that was a... Roy says Orndorff. Orndorff was that, too. They were good. Orndorff was effing great. Those two together were great. Yes. Paul Orndorff. I, they, you know, there's a guy that I'm wondering, and who recently passed, of course. Doesn't he deserve basically as much love as, as the Pipers? Um, what do you think? I think he does. Yeah, he does. A mess says, Monty and Farrow, mm. did you see title match interview? Hold on. I think scrolled up a little bit. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you? Oh. Title match episode entitled Greg Valentine, Why I'm Better Than Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. I, did see that. I didn't click on it. Should I have? Well, we got Valentine in tomorrow. Could we ask could him. ask him if he thinks he was better than Hogan, yeah. and I would be shocked if he said that he, he loves was. Hogan. Maria says something very interesting. The Lex Luger documentary was last Sunday. It was incredible. You saw it. It was incredible. You never miss a documentary. Never miss what a documentary. What is with you in documentaries? But the funny thing is Luger was supposed to be the next Hulk Hogan. He was supposed to and be. And he couldn't carry yep. it. It didn't work. Well, they Vince never even tried, put the... Vince tried his best. Should they have at least put their belt on him? I think Vince realized it was, it was futile. Why, though? Bad wrestler? It doesn't matter. Hogan wasn't a math technician. What was the problem with Luger? No, no, not good on the mic? Probably that, right? Mm. I, I don't know. I'm asking you. Why do you think that it didn't happen for Luger? Dude, when he landed on that ship, and, and, and that was cool. I mean, he was off to the races, wasn't he? Or was it the execution after that? What's with the tour bus? He was, like, touring, trying to be, it's you know, he's campaigning when, when to be champion the, or something. I watch the I don't old know what videos of Luger, when Luger first came out in Florida Championship Wrestling, yeah. or when he was with the Horsemen, yeah. it was like, holy shit, that's Luger. Lex Luger. Right. Luger was great. Once he, he started... Becoming the face in WWE, I don't know. It, he didn't, he didn't do it for me. No, um, he just seems to be an NWA WCW guy, right? There's a few that fall into that. Sting is yes, Sting is too. Absolutely, for some reason, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It really is. Lex Luger was supposed to be, but wasn't. Oddly enough, who was the next after Hogan? If you really technically think about it. It's probably Hart and Michaels, right? Isn't that sure. the next crop that comes along? That's fair. Yeah. You know, so it was it was it was the furthest thing from the muscle bound approach that Luger was, you know, trying to follow in Hogan's footsteps. I understand. So, well, I want to wish Hulk Hogan a very happy birthday. Um, he uh, he's the man. He is the man. He is the man. Uh, real quick, mm. we're talking old school wrestling. Mm-hmm. AEW was last night. Yeah. 
Uh, we had two major blood matches going on there. And they're bleeding again. Okay. Thoughts on the bleeding or the excessive bleeding that's going on in AEW? Make at this the point. bleeding count. They just make they just bleed to bleed, you know. And again, who's bleeding anyway? You know, like uh, what was it, Darby Allen versus this Brody King fella? Yes. Darby Allen needs to bleed every week, I guess, to, to get himself over. Because I, I am not buying into Darby Allen. I just can't. He By the is, way, not to veer off. Almighty says Hogan versus Piper. Mm-hmm. I saw Ward to settle score. Still, to probably to this day, I was there live. Yeah, probably the greatest match I've ever seen in my life. I can see um, that. That thing was off the hook. I can see that. Piper, one of my all-time favorites. Hogan, one of my all-time favorites, and. <laughs> that had to be on wrestling again maybe it's because of our age though jimmy because it was meant so much back then or maybe it's because nowadays they don't allow characters to get that big maybe it's that mm. you ever think about that because i think that that's what it is you know roddy piper was in business for himself but happened to be working for vince if you understand what i'm Understood, saying yeah. hulk hogan same thing right so korea you know, Ric Flair, to this day, is in business for himself. Right. You know what I mean? Especially after that horrendous last match. Oh, my God. Anybody else get worried about Rick in that last match? I did. You know? Loose Cannon says, Darby may not be great, but they are killing this kid. What do you mean? Like, for what they physically ask this kid to do? This, that kid's doing a lot. Of course he is. I mean, respect bonus points for that. But in general, I cannot take him seriously. I just can't. He is too small. You know? I mean, what is his deal? You know, I mean, I hate to, I hate to be that way, but a world champion to me better be at least one of two things. If you're a monster, okay, fine. Your 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 might makes right, or you better be Daniel Bryan or Kurt Angle or someone who can wrestle you right out of your gym shorts. Right. You got to have one of the two. If you are someone who doesn't have one of these two characteristics or both, you ain't getting me. I'm not interested. I am not interested. Darby Allen is too fucking small. And like you've said a thousand times, and I don't consider myself a big dude, obviously. You know, right. you're a big dude. Mm. But I look at Darby Allen and go, I would knock his fucking teeth out. Right. I do not want to invest myself in that. I want someone that I can go, fuck yeah, fuck. No thanks. So let me ask you something. You would know? you rather have a Lex Luger with limited ring skills against a Darby Allen who can do a million I'd rather things? have Lex Luger. Sorry. Does that make me old no, school? No, it doesn't. I don't think it does. I don't think it makes me old school. I, I dug Braun Strowman. I was recently saying to you, I miss Braun Strowman. Right. Big motherfucker. Entertaining. He is entertaining. He's a cartoon character. Right. You know? I'd right. rather have one Braun Strowman than 55 Darby Allens. And look, if that's what floats the current... Jason you know, says, water settle score. Awesome. Oh, MTV, amazing. man. Amazing. Fucking amazing. You know, and that's another thing, too. MTV was relevant back then. We had a vehicle that Vince could partner up with that was mod, Wait. that was cool. But it was different. There was so many was different, different things man. about that time period. It was like period. such limited stuff, Jimmy. So it was like, yeah. it was special. Right. You know, you could look at a million channels now. Back then it was yeah. like, oh my God, I'm going to catch yeah. We talk right. about it all the time. Right. The times we used to cruise through the channels at 2 o'clock in the oh. morning and be like, oh my God, wrestling from the Capitol Center. Sometimes what I would give for us to not have it so easy to watch whatever we want whenever yes. we watch it. So I could appreciate it all over again. Yes. You know? You know, it's so funny. When I uh, look at these matches, I can remember them like they were yesterday. Yeah. And I can't even remember some of the matches I saw yesterday. Right. You right. follow what I'm yeah, saying? I absolutely do. But you know what's sticking in my mind? The Lesnar Reigns match that just happened. Absolutely. That's sticking in my mind. Yes. You know? So there are some matches that continue to resonate depending on uh, Loose, how good they we got to agree with you, right? Darby may not be great, but they are killing the kid. The they kid are. is giving his hey, all. Hey, he's got 
big brass sized balls. Nothing but respect for what he's physically done over there. But again, too small. Stop. You know, just stop. You know, I used to think Sami Zayn was a small guy. Now I see how small, how much smaller they're becoming. Sami Zayn's a skyscraper right. compared to some of these guys. Right. It's hard to it's hard to figure out. You know. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. And hopefully, we can hit you with something. Okay? Yeah. Jared. Wrestling fans, now you too can look as cool as Monty and the Pharaoh by wearing the official Monty and the Pharaoh sunglasses at night for $8.99 each. That's only $8.99 each. Now available at MontyandthePharaoh.com. <laughs> oh, what's up, Mike? Hey, Jimmy, what's going on? Yeah, not that much. You know, Jimmy, I love this country. Oh. I love to buy Made in America material. And I love to buy my artwork at TAG, T-A-A-G, Made in America, 14 East Broadway, Port Jefferson, New York, 11717, the shop at the corner. Hi, it's Josh Wendell the Table Hot Sauce. I'm here with my friend, the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow. Yeah, what's up, JB? Nah, nothing. It's been a hot summer, and for all your barbecue needs, you can go to underthetablehotsauce.com. 13 unique flavors to choose from, created and bottled in a Long Island kitchen. Underthetablehotsauce.com. Let's go chow, JB. Let's do it. All the flavor, twice the burn. Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty Nefaro. We were working on something. We were having a little technical issues, but on the line, we're going to try this. On the line? Who's on the line? Who is this? LJ up in the house. Marty Janetti in the house, brother. What's going on? What'd you do? Drop kick your computer? What did you do? Well, it's all good. I, I think everybody could hear you. Thank you for coming on the show. Marty, how's everything going, man? It's been a while. I, I had COVID last week. Uh, you couldn't make it into studio. I wouldn't be able to see you anyway because I had COVID. But I, I want to say, uh, how you doing, bro? It's been a long time. We miss you. How you doing, Jimmy? Jimmy's doing fine. I thought I thought you got COVID on purpose to stay away from me. No, it was in Eric Sims. <laughs> yeah, it was Eric Sims. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, I love Eric. I love Eric. He's way different than most people. I don't know how that man has walked through this world. It's some tiger or some animal that need him up already. <laughs> he looks scrumptious, doesn't he? He's a very filling meal. Yeah, we saw the video once on YouTube. Yeah, it's fun to watch. <laughs> hey, Marty, we're talking about Hulk Hogan's birthday. Uh, you wrestled during the Hulk Hogan era. What was it like? What was Hogan like? And what did it mean to you to be on the same card with like a Hulk Hogan? Oh, man, I love him to death. I love him, man. A lot of people don't like him. Everybody got their own reason. Most of them jealousy. 
Um, but that brother was so good. He was good to me. I'll tell y'all something I shouldn't tell you. And I don't know why I, I even said that to start with. But we used to, he lived, he, he's in Tampa, right? Mm-hmm. And I was in Orlando at the time. When I first started wrestling WWE, I moved to Orlando, bought a house. There's a slut cunt trap skank I was dating. Um, she, she was like an actress. And it was so good for her to live in Orlando, you know, for acting and modeling. And but Hulk would invite everybody that lives in Florida to come down. Come on down. And he was throwing fucking elaborate parties. I mean, sometimes it was some COVID, just back in the day. We don't do, we don't do that much cocaine anymore. We would be cocaine, it would be pills. There was this one time, don't you all, nobody was hearing this right now would see this. But you would walk in the, in the, in the door. This is actually a Nasty Boys place. You remember the Nasty Boys? Yep. You walk in, and you remember the bubblegum things where you pulled a little thing, two or three bubblegum things? Mm. Yeah, it yeah. It would be pills. It'd be like fucking, uh, what do you call it? Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> you serious? Well, like an eight ball of Coke comes out if you put 50 cents in? Yeah, yeah, wow. Whatever you got, you take that and go on into the party. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that was, that's what he started with. <laughs> hey, hey, Marty, at these... That was your cover. So at these parties, was there like a lot of swinging going around? Like everybody with everybody's women and men or what was going on there? Uh, if it was, that could have been, uh, that wasn't what I know. Um, what I know was it was a great time, you know, everybody having a good time. But these cakes are the fuck everybody's girl. <laughs> I love them. I love them. But he was trying to fuck everybody's girl, including mine. I had to grab him one time and say, hey, bro, stop it. <laughs> he was like, what, man? I'm like, stop it. I don't know what you're talking about, so do it again, you will. Mm. <laughs> mm. And, and guess what? He stopped it. That's funny. <laughs> but, um, I'm sure it was something like that could have been. But for the most part, um, and Hogan was the man. He's the one that made everything happen. Uh, it was just a good time. All the boys got together. You know, it was all the boys getting together. And, hey. and, and he for the bill. Uh, he, you know what he did? I mean, for the Florida boys, like I was up in Orlando. Most of the guys lived in Tampa. Um, you know, some guys were in Miami. Some guys were, I don't know where the hell anybody else was. But he would rent a yacht. And you'd go down there. This is like, when I, we didn't have many days off back then. Like, we had a couple of days off. On our second day off, so you can get home and rest one day. Second day, he would, he would go down to Tampa. It was anybody down, and he'd buy a yacht, like a three-floor, three-story, you know, the big-ass yachts. And it was like the, all the food, all the drinks. And, of course, back then, there was a lot of cocaine that accidentally showed up. Accidentally? And other party things. But um, all paid for. All you did is showed up, man. Bar day. <laughs> but you know the cool thing about it was Hulk paid for all that what it would do the boat would go out in the bay you know Tampa Bay and it would go around in a circle big ass circle because the bay Tampa Bay is kind of big but it would go around the big circle around the big circle time it got to the third one if you wasn't fucked up you wasn't going to get fucked up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, and, 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 then, and then he took your ass where he was going to go. But he paid for all that. People talk shit about him. Fuck that. Mm. That's a good man, brother. There you go. There you go. Hey, Marty, we have a, uh, the fans haven't heard from you in a while. Um, you know, Dan Marotti passed away. Uh, I know that must have been shocking. Can you can you share some thoughts on Dan Marotti with the fans? I, I was listening to my uh, answer machine messages because I got some cheap ass damn prepaid, you know, almost a flip phone. But I only get to listen. I only get to keep twenty messages. Um, I, it don't matter if they're one minute or thirty minutes. It's twenty of them, which is the dumbest thing ever. What, what if it's nineteen twenty minute messages? <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and Marty, being a being a veteran with your resume, that I, I can see why that would bother you if he was blowing right past some of your ideas. I can see that. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I had some ideas because I got some ideas. Let me tell you about the barbershop window. Uh, legendary. Yeah, but Marty, before you get into it, I want to ask you that question. How does it feel that that, that barbershop window is one of the greatest moments in the history of pro wrestling. How does that make you feel? If not the, well, let me tell you. When when we went through our little problem, me and Sean, we had to sit down with Vince. He goes, 
guys from all split you up uh, what y'all do y'all have an idea of how you'd like to do it and, and we had we had talked about it because Sean always wanted to go on to singles which was fine with me and I always said that's fine Sean just don't spring it on me and motherfucker didn't spring it on me that day but um so we said yeah we have an idea because we had talked about doing something crazy and, you know, and, and we had talked, we actually, because Arsenio, do you remember Arsenio Hall? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we had actually thought we were going, because all the boys were getting to go on there. So we said, let's go on Arsenio Hall and do it. Because Arsenio would work with you and make it even better. So it was originally thought we would do it on Arsenio Hall. But I have a tendency they keep going too, they keep going and keep going in too far. And when we first were talking about it, like him and I were agreeing, like, yeah, throw me through the window, throw me through the window. And then I told him, I said, here's, and here's what you do. After you throw me through the window, I'll be bleeding. And you get some uh, bottle of uh, gasoline, alcohol, all gasoline, and you pour it over me. And you, you, we'll have a lighter right there. Beefcake, you know, it was over the barbershop. Beefcake will be right there. You grab a lighter and you come over to me and you're gonna light me. You pour gas on me, right? <laughs> and, and you're gonna and, and Beefcake grabs you. No, no, no. And then everybody comes out and breaks it up. And Sean was so into it until that part. He goes, "That, that might be too much." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lighting you on fire might be too much. I agree. There might <laughs> yeah, be a bit more. You know, you get carried away. I thought like. How in the world could you be more fucking uh, vindictive and evil to pour gas on your boy right. and grab a lighter and right. make it? But it wasn't, that wasn't needed. Just what we did was enough. <laughs> Marty, it's it's not easy to ask you this, but I'm going to give it a shot because we always talk very real with you. So so forgive me in advance if this rubs you the wrong way. Does okay. have you ever? Yeah, there you go. Oh boy, he knows already. Marty, have you have you ever, bro? Have you ever found any peace from the way Sean treated the breakup and how he was to you afterwards? I mean, are you okay with it from time to time? Does it come up and creep creep its ugly head up again from time to time and get you very angry? I mean, have you found peace with the way Sean treated you after? Because to to the to the fan, he seems like a real phony prick. Forgive me. Um, and he was. He's good now. He was back then. And when it first happened. And it was the whole barbershop window was my idea. It's a great idea. And when it worked, he ran around. Yeah, I thought of this, and I thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't really matter. It's like, okay, it's working. You know, let's do our thing. I don't give a shit to get the credit. You know, it's full of shit. I love Sean, but there was more than one time, if I could say this, um, I, I had to go ahead and keep him straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do it again. Say it again, bitch. <laughs> that kind of thing. Right. So he, he's my brother. Um, and as far as like what you said, have I reached peace with it? Yeah, man. Do you, do you know what I tell all my people? Because um, I do seminars now. I love teaching the kids. I love that. That's my favorite thing. And I tell them, I mean, how could I be mad? Sean was my best student. <laughs> right. 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 And, and it's true. You, do you know, um, he, he was a student. I taught him everything. He, he got good and went on and did better. But how did he start? I taught him. 
And then I tagged up with the one, two, three kid. We went on to win the championship. I talked the kid to who remember one, two, three kid. He went on to become uh, Xbox, you know, badass as hell. Of course. And then I tagged with Bob Holly. But I, I love Bob Hardcore Holly. But goddamn, was it difficult. But I taught his ass to. And he went on to be hard. He was, he was Bob Spark, Sparky T-Plug or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he went on to be hardcore Holly, a big champion. Al Snow when I tagged, Al was just getting his best break. Now, I will say this about Al. I learned from him, too. I taught him some things, but he taught me some things. That brother right there, way on time. And then he, after me, he became, you know, another one that was just unreal. Uh, what's his name? The Billy Gunn, the blonde one, of smoking guys. Sure. He, he come up and he goes, God damn, I got a tag with you. I'm like, why? You got a tag team partner. He goes, it doesn't matter. Everybody you tag with goes on to be champions. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Does that ever get under your skin, Marty, having that... Uh... That's funny. Does does Marty does that does that get under your skin sometimes? Like what the what what's with this fucked up karma? Um, maybe back then because I knew I was better than them. Right, right. Um, but that was immaturity. That was young age. As I got older, I was okay. How could you get mad? That was your best student. There you yeah. go. There you go. Marty, how do you feel about Vince McMahon stepping down? You certainly know the man. How do you feel about that? Well, one of the things is I don't believe half the stories I hear. Okay. Because, I mean, he likes guys more than he likes women. What? And, oh, oh, shit. What? He's a pickle smuggler? What are you getting at? Wait a minute. Elaborate, please. <laughs> saying Linda hit Trish Stratus or something? What are we talking here? Oh my I, God, bro. I, like like I, I, like I respected Trish because that was one hard-ass working girl. I watched oh, yeah. her get better and better and sure. better. You know, Marty, you brought up Vince with men, so Oof. tell us, no, tell no, us. Alright, well, yeah, you're right. So tell us, <laughs> did Sean have a sexual relationship with Vince McMahon? Oh, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know that. Do I doubt it? No. <laughs> but do I know it? No. Okay, so not to corner you, but you were leaning towards uh, more yes than no? Let me tell you what I know about Sean. Oh, I he's smart. I love Sean. Okay. When we were doing bad and we were trying to get by, we were down in Tennessee, Tennessee Territory, they call it. And it was a brother named Ronnie Gossett. Loved that man. I loved Ronnie. He was gay as hell. It was like, at, at that time, we considered him an old man. He was like 50, and he loved guys, and he would spend all of his money 
Um, guys, he had a wallet, and in his wallet, he had like a, a, a list of guys that were like Ricky Morton, uh, mm-hmm. um, shit, what's his name, uh, Bob, uh, not Bob, Robert Gibson? No, the, the, the one that tagged with, with, with um, dark hair, uh, tag Bagwell, Marcus Bagwell. Okay. And he had a, uh, with a quarterback for, for Vanderbilt. He had all these guys that yeah. have listed. Like, this is number, number one, this is not number two. And he would play it against Sean. He goes, you wear number one, now you're number three. Oh, to make oh. Sean, you know, <laughs> like, let him get with him. And Sean would never mess with him. And, and he would always ask, I, me and him love each other. I love, I'm not that way. I got nothing against it. Right. But I'm not that way. Right. And, um, you know, uh, you know, he knew that. And he, he was like, what's your partner, though? What do I need to do? I said, I don't know. Give me some money and we'll, <laughs> 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 we'll figure this out. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, but he would, <laughs> oh my God, he would do all he could to get Sean. Wow. Then it was one we weren't making no money, man. We were making nothing. We here's how bad it was in that territory. You know, Jerry Lawler's territory. Um me and Sean at, at first we stayed with the nasty boys. They had a one you remember the nasty boys? Sure. Yeah, they had a one bedroom apartment. And when we moved down there, you know, from Minneapolis, because we all started in AWA together. We come down there like, oh, you know, stay with us. And so we did. It was four of us in a one-bedroom place. They had their own little bedroom. They had two beds in their one, you know, little bedroom. And Sean and I would take turns sleeping on the couch or floor. You know, we'd alternate. And it was like four of us in a one-bedroom place. And we put our money together. Up the street was all you could eat Chinese place. It was four ninety five or whatever the hell, you know, $5. And you just go load the fuck up. And you wouldn't have to eat again until the next day. And, you know, and so that's how we were getting by because you wouldn't make no fucking money. So that's how we were doing it. Well, Ronnie Gossett, you know, the, the older man, he shows up and he's all about Sean. And we none of us, fucking none of us got no goddamn money. And then Sean goes and spends the night off with Ronnie. They go stay downtown Nashville. This was in Nashville. We were living in Nashville. And um, they go downtown at the Hilton somewhere. And Sean shows up the next day, and he's got a full-length leather jacket. <laughs> we're like, wow, wow, how? <laughs> any uh, any uh, stains on that jacket? Any stains on that jacket? Hey, and, and, and then the next day, oh. snake, brand-new snakeskin boots. Oh, boy. <laughs> and we're like, uh, how? <laughs> <laughs> so when you asked him, did he give you an explanation, or was he just like, don't ask, don't tell? Oh, he did. Ronnie took me shopping. Yeah, I'm like, but why? <laughs> right. 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 Oh, there was a snake, all right, in those snakeskin boots. I got you. Uh, so that's the best I can answer about Sean taking wow. a shortcut. That's a pretty good answer. Damn. You know, uh, Ricky Morton told me one time, he said, yeah, you know, he called me MJ. He goes, MJ, he goes, I want you to know something. He goes, I never went to bed. I mean, because we used to party and play. And, you know, back then we did a little bit of cocaine or a lot. And um, he, he says, he called me MJ. MJ, I never went to bed with an ugly girl. But I woke up with quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> That's, this, this is true. There you go. Your partner 
something ain't right. <laughs> oh. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you know what I mean. I'm like, you, you know, I can't deny it for real. <laughs> yeah, somehow, we ain't none of us making money, but Sean's coming up with new leather jackets, boots, snakeskin boots, spending the night with Ronnie in the Hilton downtown. Yeah, that's all I know. I yep. don't know that he put a dick in his ass or in his mouth or any of that. That I don't know. But I know he was the only one coming up with new clothes. <laughs> oh, my God. Ow. So, Marty, um, we're almost out of time. I want to thank you for joining us. Uh we're, we are, so the Boston wrestling fans out there want to ask, uh, what are your fondest memories about Boston wrestling? And Eric Clapton says hello. Uh, Eric's my boy, man. I love him. I love him. He was there when there was a problem once, and he helped me through. And he was like, calm down. Calm. He kept me kind of good. You know what? I love Dan. It was a time or two that I was going to stroke his ass up. Um... At one time on camera, and never, you know, never did. Thank God. But I mean, I get, I sometimes when I get mad, sometimes I'm not, you know, I don't do right. And but I love him, Eric, Eric Clapton. I called him next. He looks like you know who Eric Clapton is. Right? Oh, a hell of a guitarist. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> and he's got that hairdo like him, you know, so I always call him Eric. <laughs> hey, Eric, love you, brother. Slow hand, nice. <laughs> Sure. But um, Boston wrestling because I was up there every other month. And so I got to see Boston again. And I love Boston, man. And and, and by the way, the Braves beat them up the uh, three yeah, two games in a row the other day. And but uh, crazy. But I got I got new wifeys out of that whole deal. That was I know this is a shallow thing. Like, New man. wifeys? That's not a shallow thing. Go on, Marty, and share, by the way. I mean, go ahead. Uh, but, but, yeah, um, I was always happy. And I had, I had some wifeys that were up there, and I thought, I get to see them, I get to see them. <laughs> and they didn't show up. So, you know, I got new ones. I was going to have the new ones, but, you know, I had some already. I mean, it was a fun time. Hey, Marty. Last question. Fans out there want to know, was the fight between you and me real? Between what? You and I. Was it real? Who, who am I talking to? It's Monty. Well, here's what happened. <laughs> who am I you talking know, to? <laughs> you, you know this. You can't get mad at me. I was mad at you because the time before when I came there, you know, I was in the studio. Yeah. Remember? Yep, yep. You were talking shit about me, and then you talk shit about me. I mean, I'm just being real. Okay. And you talk shit about me on the show, like the next week when I went there to defend myself. So I already knew when I saw you the next time it's going to be a problem if he starts this shit again, and you started this shit again. <laughs> you're, you're, you call me a liar. You're not, you're not, you are not, you are not lying. So far, sir. so good, MJ. You are right on the, you're right on the ball. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon or no, not Jimmy 
Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy uh, Fallon. We, got, we got you. Keep Jimmy Fallon, brother. Jimmy Fallon. You want to go again? Jimmy Fallon. Go ahead. <laughs> I did. All right, last, I did last, need a cigarette. Qu- last question before we go. Oh Will God. the Rockers ever be in the WWE Hall of Fame? Better be well, at you. Know, you know, uh, yes. It would mean a lot to me because I dedicated my life to this. Yeah. And I see people. Now, now I, you know, Donald Trump and I are friends. We're very good friends. I mean, he didn't call me yesterday before he got raided. <laughs> but very good friends. And um, but he's in the Hall of Fame. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. What match did he have? Right. <laughs> right. Right. Seeing the Hall of Fame. Right. David Arquette, dude. He's in the Hall of Fame. What? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and so it would mean a lot because all they would do, even though it's a damn show, um, all they would do is for people that don't know it, they say, "Oh man, you're the whole thing." Yeah. You know, it, it just puts a, a, a you know exclamation point on your career. Sure. It's not happening right now because of a lawsuit. They okay. won't do it because of a lawsuit. It was a CTE, the brain damage lawsuit. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a part of that. I didn't want to be a part of that. But they would not help me with my broken up ankles and shit. And so I said, okay, I'll join that lawsuit. Yeah. And I could have to Vince. Me and Vince are good with each other. I love that man. He loves me. I love his whole family. They love me. Um... Everybody in that family, including Triple H and, and Stephanie, they love me and I love them. Um, I got no no problems, none of them. But because of that lawsuit, I guess they made a blanket statement like none of these guys go in the Hall of Fame. Who's Road Warriors Joe? If the Road Warriors ain't in the fucking Hall of Fame, mm. nobody needs to be there. Right? Yeah. Those guys changed the whole, as, as Sean and I did, in a different way. Right. Joe and Mike, you know, Animal and Hulk, they came in and changed everything. Here's some big ass, muscle ass, pink faces, shoulder pads. Look at this gimmick. Yep. Badass boys will beat the shit out of you. They changed the game. Yeah, they did. All, sudden, all fat belly boys started being muscle guys. Yep. Sean and I came around, and we were like, oh, smaller guys, but jumping off top of doing flips, doing everything you could out fast. You know, you're just quick, you're just fast. Game changer. Game. Game so, changer. Yep. There's, there's two, here's the thing. And Sean, if you listen, I love you. You know, I love my brother. I love Sean. Um, he is in the Hall of Fame twice. I think, uh, I think DX, but I know himself. Correct. He's in there for himself. Correct. And yeah, but with DX. Mm-hmm. Rick Flair is his hero. Rick Flair's in there twice. Mm-hmm. If John goes in a third time, he will be the only person in there three times. You know how he gets in there a third time? Rockers. That's it. I agree. I agree. Honestly, Marty, you should be in twice for your solo career and the Rockers, but that's me. What do I know? I'm Jimmy Fallon. What do I know? Don't. All right, Marty. We love you. Thank you for coming on. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for all you do, and thank you. I'm married. I'm smart.
Nick's heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't say that his wife just heard that. What? I just got nothing to do. No reflection on his uh, his situation. Just is I'm, I'm in your boat, Marty. Hey, you know I never heard the word cow, uh, cow towel before before I was on the show. <laughs> you used it on me <laughs> during the morning. Th- yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is a kowtow? <laughs> I was like, I'm not kowtowing. Uh, <laughs> that was great. Marty. Classic stuff, Marty. Marty, I love you. I'll talk to you soon, all right, my friend? All right, I miss you, man. Love you. Bye. Take care, Marty. Hey, hey, Yo. Hey. How's Dan Marotti? Uh, Dan, uh, the pizza man. I, I heard his <laughs> wife cheated on him, and he, she left him. And his store closed. <laughs> okay, that's uh, good enough. All right, love you. Love, bye. <laughs> Marty Janetti, pal. Marty! Hey! So thank you guys. Uh, we wanted to surprise you. Uh, Marty couldn't get the camera working. But Jared, thank you for attempting to get the camera working. Yeah, Jared. But uh, Marty, never, Marty never fails. And we thank you guys for joining us. We hope to see you tomorrow for This Week in Pro Wrestling. And then Greg the Hammer Valentine in studio. Oh, so yeah. it should be fun. We are blessed to have you all in our lives. Jimmy? You've been watching Monty and the Pharaoh, and thank you for being well and alive and back next to me, my yes. partner. Yep. And, of course, until uh, tomorrow, we'll catch you for the hammer. Greg Valentine. Later. <laughs>